It's on. Oh, man. Yes, sir. We got it going on today. Cracking a cold bush latte with the boys on a Friday junior when we're recording this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 52 of the Culvert Show. In case you guys were here last week, Nick had a big-ass debacle of what episode is it? My phone is currently not in my person. (laughs) Today we have the episode correct. We have the phone on person. And you know what? We also got another person on person as well. JC back on joining us after his hiatus of illness. I will say it was a rough, rough couple of weeks there. I don't even want to get into the deets. I uh, cracked my ice cold bush latte before we got started, so you know he he was ready for there, it. But hey, oh, I was very ready. <laughs> you know, I, I I wanted to be on the last two weeks, but you know, uh, yeah, we'll just say this: you wouldn't have wanted me on the last two weeks. So hey, it's good to be back. Yesterday, couldn't get the phone reception to go today. Apparently. You know, bless up to the phone uh, reception god, but it, it's working in the basement. Don't ask me why, but in the basement? Oh my is. gosh! It makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. I mean, I guess so, because like th- it was, it was really funny. Because yesterday we were all we were talking about it, and uh, or I was trying to get him on, and we were getting ready to go. I was like, all right, we'll just wait for tomorrow, see what happens. He sends me a text today, and he goes, I "May have to sit in the freezer." And I was like, "What?" He goes, "I may have to sit outside my car." I was like, "All right, that is not ideal." So if we can try to find a way to get him on without freezing his ass off outside, we'll do so. Yeah, I, Iowa weather's not it, you know. No, well, it is not. So far, so good, and I'm gonna try to move as little as possible. And you know, we got a cat hanging out with me. We're playing some Madden '95 as we're going. Things are things couldn't be better right now. I was going to say, also, we get... shout out for you of doing episode 50 two episodes ago. Yeah, episode I wanted, 50. I wanted, so, I wanted so bad to be on episode 50. And like I said, you know, the last two episodes, I have felt awful. It was just, just garbage. I mean, there's <laughs> there's been a lot of stuff like going around. Like, there's been a lot of the flu, a lot of everything like that. So, I mean, it, it does suck that that's going around because, like, I'm trying to go see. Uh, my cousin, she had uh, her first baby, and she goes, are you guys sick? And I was like, no. I was like, hopefully not, because I definitely know that we are not. But I know that our boy JC over here has been dying. We'll turn this game volume down. But, yeah, JC's playing some Madden 95. Haven't heard that in a hot minute. And then we got Nick over here playing some Call of Duty. Not with you RC. We need to turn this way down more. Good Lord. I've, I've you know got... what's funny is if last night the audio would have worked, it would have been NHL 2013. Ooh. All right, so that so that begs the question For the here. the Xbox 360. Ooh, throwing it back to the, the right, real Kat, good old days. Right. <laughs> That's fine. Cat gets Jesus. tossed. Oh, so she that... didn't get tossed. She fell off. Oh, she she, she jumped off? She on my lap and she... Well, she's a bigger cat, and she's trying to sit on my lap and trying to get my attention while I'm doing multiple things. Chunky and, monkey. You know, one thing leads to another, and she fell off. Oh. Now she's over, over in the corner underneath a drum set doing what cats do. What what do cats do? That's the real question. Like, let's let's be honest with ourselves. A lot what? of gross things. They like to lick themselves a that, lot. I mean, dogs are the same way. A lot, a lot. So we can't just discriminate yeah. against dogs. They all, all animals lick themselves, as weird as it is. We're sorry for grossing all of you out on the show, but 
If you're not fans of nature, uh, well, you already know. So, well, you see, this is what this show does. Well, you know, you know, we have a game plan coming out. in, <laughs> and we spend the first, you know, little bit of talking about cats licking themselves. But hey, you know, we're drinking a bush latte. It's a Friday, Junior, as you put it. I like that. That's Mike- a. My cousin got me on that train because she used to, or she still teaches now, but she did student teaching. And then, like, at school, she just called it Friday Junior. And I was like, all right, bet. Because it's just got a nice <laughs> ring to it, you know? I mean, like, you're you're sitting here. It's not quite Friday. You're still wishing it was. And then all of a sudden, it's like you realize that tomorrow is Friday. So it's Friday Junior. Man, I'm going on a yeah. tear right now. I'm on, like, an eight-kill streak here. Just working it. Right now, it's uh, not so good. When the Ooh. cat was being annoying and we were setting up this podcast, Kansas City took a bomb against me. But they're going to have to settle for three. It's Jets and Chiefs Ooh. on old Madden 95. Kansas City made a field goal moments ago. Are, are you three nothing? Are you the Jets, I take it? Is that what we're – we got mm-hmm. rocking here? Yes, sir. Oh, boy. The Jets back in 95. Was that even a good year Terrible. for the Jets? Terrible. That's in the – I was going to say, that's in the era when they went like 1-15. in 15. Oh, boy. So, not quite the worst team in the league, terrible. but they probably were. I don't know if in 95 they were, but in the 90s they were a bad team. Oh, here comes a kick return. Look out. Uh-oh, JC's oh, got it. the 45-yard line. Hell yeah, in baby. In territory. So, okay, this that... podcast is going to be very scatterbrained. So that that begs the question here for all you Covert Show fans. What was your guys' favorite sports games? And what was our favorite sports games? Because, I mean, I'll tell you, ah, I'll tell you this one right now. Team, boys. I'll tell you this right now. My favorite sports game, and I don't know if a lot of people are going to remember it, because, I mean, it was iconic, though. And I saw a TikTok about this, like, a couple days ago. MVP 06 and 07 college baseball was the absolute Ooh. shit. I played JC, the living hell out of that. Go. Oh my gosh, JC is rolling on oh. the Chiefs. Three to two is our score. I'm still losing, but that's after <laughs> interception. Speaking anyway, of baseball, we got a baseball score line there. But no. but no, NCAA, or MVP 06 and 07 were absolutely freaking fire. If you guys weren't like baseball lovers and didn't play those games. Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you because me and my buddies would always go over to each other's house and do like the good old like we had guys night and like we would spend the night at each other's houses and just chill downstairs playing video games, have some Nerf wars, you know, the typical guy shit. Nerf ba- wars. Oh dude. Yeah. So, we did like dynasties cuz you could create or you could do your own or do the teams and you could have your own dynasty. So, we did that and we took like Four different teams to the College World Series in four nights. Didn't sleep till God knows when in the morning. Like, I mean, it was it was a long night. Back when, you know, pulling all-nighters was a thing of, uh, oh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? A piece it, of accomplishment and oh, not yeah. just part of day-to-day life. <laughs> yeah, it was like a rite of passage as you were for boys right. back in the day. You know what I mean? So we pulled all-nighters oh, playing that. And, I mean, it was so fun. Did it get stressful? Oh, 100%, yes, because we were all tired. We were yelling at each other, and it was so competitive for no reason. But it was fun. Well, uh. I was going to say, you know, speaking of Madden 95, you know, you haven't lived until you play an entire season in one sit-down. Oh, dude. 14 straight hours of Madden 95, 19 games going 19-0 and and winning the Super Bowl. That's, that's top tier, man. 
Well, and it was like trying to play on like the old college Touchdown football Jets, games. Baby. Hell yeah. Jets are rolling. JT or J E T S Jets Jets Jets. But it was like playing college football dynasties, like back when NCAA or like NCAA 08 was a thing, and you guys could do the dynasties and like or create your own team oh, yeah. and basically run the table on everybody. I mean, that was so much right. fun to do. Because I remember just creating all the hometown teams, like all my small town Nebraska teams, like Milligan and Skyler, and just all like where everybody lived in my family, and just trying to create and win a co- or win a national title and keep going. That was so much fun. That's top shelf. Top shelf indeed. What was your favorite top. sports fo- or sports game? Whether football, hockey. Well, you know, football is 95 or 02, I think, for me. 95, I have played so much 95 in my life. And, you know, MLB, you know, trying to think what specific MLB. I mean, I don't know. I like them all. You know, there's a special place in my heart for the agitation of hockey 94, hockey 95, because I stunk at them. (laughs) But, you know, there's... uh, Pretty much. Oh, you got to. I completely forgot about NASCAR Thunder 2004. Oh my gosh. NASCAR Thunder 2004 has to be top five for me. All the old NASCAR games. It was so funny watching. Well, all the old sports games. You just see all the real pixelated people in the stands. It wasn't like the day where you actually get like (laughs) body parts or anything. Like, dude. They're squares. Oh, yeah. It was just all the square pixels. I remember playing college football like. 99 or whatever or something like that (laughs) and it was just big old square bodies running around it was the same with madden it was like just a big old square body people (laughs) tom brady looked like a goof on some of those like a goof (laughs) i mean tom brady always does but that's beside the point but i mean man we are routing these guys we're playing some hard point on some shoot house and some modern warfare and we are kicking the shit out of them 250 to 66 that is a dub folks holy cow got to take a Stop cheers the count. to the latte They're already dead oh that's a fumble and we got it let's go oh my god is he going to go no he's not he's too slow he will Back to go Kansas city 37 10 to 3 Late first quarter, Jets, baby, with the ball on the Kansas City 37. Uh-huh. We're going for it all right here. Incomplete, dang. Dang. The Hail Mary <laughs> did not work. Uh. <clears throat> all right. Well, you know what I was going to do for tonight that I uh, blanked on? Which was? Because, you know, there's a big, a big snowstorm coming to the Iowa area if Ooh. I get sacked. Way to go. Hard pass for Nick I'm here. I'm going to get some Pokemon cards. Oh, bro. I'm going to get some Pokemon cards, and I haven't done it yet. I still have a pack, I think, at at the oh, apartment. Man. I've got it somewhere. I know I do. <laughs> because I took my – I have a little Pikachu figurine that I put on my desk at work today. Oh, nice. Because uh, I, I found it because, you know, I'm in the midst of moving again because, you know, yep. moving so fun. The only thing better than moving one time a year is moving three times a year. Oh, because <laughs> you got to. Also, I threw an interception in the end zone. Well, gosh this dang it. not gone well. Well, at least but, it's not Mark uh, Sanchez. Yeah, I found the Pikachu figurine, and, you know, that is what it's about. Now it's just hanging out on my desk at work. Solid. Professional grade. We end love of the to first, hear it. Jet 10, Kansas City 3. Big old whopper. 
So speaking of that, I think we should drop into it since, I mean, you are playing the Chiefs. It is that time of the year. I mean, we got two games left before the big dance on Super Bowl Sunday. So let's dive into it, I guess. Joe Shiesty and the Bengals decided to make Josh Allen and the Bills look as crappy as they have for this entire playoff series. I mean, I don't think I've seen the Bills play worse. Better get those refunds. Yeah, no shit. Joe Burrow goes. <laughs> Joe Shiesty oh my is my God. hero for that quote. Oh, dude. The man's got more drip than a rainstorm, dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> man's got, oh my it gosh. Unbelievable. But I mean, it, I'm not even a big Bengals fan, but his swagger it irritates so many people. But I love it. I will, I will love Joe Burrow until probably the day that I die. And the sad part was, is and I think everybody's gonna know where I go with this. He could have came to the good old NU of Nebraska or the University of Nebraska, but you know what? We would have ruined <laughs> yeah, right. him. But here's the Absolutely fun thing. I saw this video on TikTok today, or. Yeah, it was on TikTok, and it was everybody quoting that Joe Burrow was going to get ruined with the Bengals. Like, they they have this pick. He got wasted, and I think everybody was kind of thinking the same thing because, I mean, nobody was agreeing with the fact that Joe Burrow could have made something out of that team. But I was like, if you give him a couple of weapons and fix the defense, he's going to be okay. And he's a competitor. He's going to break it out. Well, joke's on everybody who said that he was not going to do shit He's taken them to the playoffs for two straight years now and taken them to an AFC championship game in a Super Bowl. So, and looking right. for two. Yeah, I was going to say, he hasn't ruined them. He has brought them to a height they haven't seen since the 1980s. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, it's it's so fun, like you said, to watch him play. The kid's got so much swagger. He plays just with finesse. Like, it's it's almost like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes-esque mixed with maybe a little bit of Brady. Like, Mahomes just has the finesse. Brady's just got the competitive edge. And Joe Burrow is now kind of both of them just tapped into each other. I mean, it's so much fun to watch the kid play. You know, it's similar to a couple of players that come to mind. Caitlin Clark for the Iowa Hawkeye women's basketball team. Mm -hmm. And a favorite of mine, Jose Bautista, back in the day for the Blue Jays before, you know, he went elsewhere. (laughs) It's the type of guy you love to have on your team. Facts. But if you're playing him, he is the guy you absolutely cannot stand. Oh, 100%. You know, he's going to be overshadowed by the Bills. He's going to be overshadowed by the Chiefs. You know, he's half the time in his own division, he's overshadowed by Lamar. But when the chips are down on the table, and we've seen it the last couple of years, when the chips are down on the table, who do you call? Joe, Joe Burrow. Shiesty. Yeah, it's not even Joe Joe Burrow, and it's not even the oh that old lady, it's not even the you call Joe Burrow. It's like you, you seriously call upon the shiesty, and he gets feisty. Yeah, like I mean, the it man is, goes hard. Is, they're the type of team, you know. The being in the North, the divisions ne- or the records never going to look pretty because Baltimore's there and you know Pittsburgh's there. The, those two teams will probably take two games away from you. But come playoff time, mm-hmm. they're hard to go against. They, You know, everybody, this year they're the popular pick for the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. But you look at them last year, no one gave them a chance against Tennessee. No one gave them a chance against Kansas City. And then, you know, at the end of all that. It was Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl versus Stafford and the Rams. And everybody was right. like, all right, well, the Rams are, are going to be a little bit better. 
and Stafford may make it to a, a Super Bowl with that defense that the Rams had. And look at look at those two teams that were there. Two of the best teams in football were the Rams and the Bengals, which we haven't seen in how long for either team. I mean, neither team has been relevant for so long. And then both of them are so just by coincidence in the Super Bowl. And that makes me think of one thing. If you can build around who your quarterback is, like take Mahomes, for example. You had Patrick Mahomes with a great team who was built already kind of around him. You just needed a coach, and you just needed maybe one more guy to make it dynamic. And look at what happened with the Chiefs. You had Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. You got um, – now you add uh, Brandon McKinnon in the mix. I mean, and you add Pacheco. I mean, holy shit, you lose Tyree Kill, but you didn't lose anything. That offense is still good. You're just missing the cheetah, and that's the only thing that's bothering you, and it's not even bothering you at this point. And you look at the matchup, there is a very interesting storyline that is possible in the Super Bowl. Which, do, you know, do you know where I'm talking about, where I'm going with this? I, I'm... I do not believe so. So in light Andy Reid versus Philadelphia. Oh, that would be so fun. That ran him, you know, he was a great coach. He got him there. And there was all these uh, different quotes from the Eagles at the end. Will eight and eight get Andy Reid back next year? No. And then he goes to Kansas City that first year, they're absolutely horrible. Yeah. And then, you know, they build up into the powerhouse they are. I mean, the thing when you we'll get to the NFC in a second, but I think either team in the AFC will put up a pretty good fight. Oh, 100%. You know, Philadelphia has been that team all year. That's a powerhouse. Yeah. But (laughs) we see it all the time. Well, powerhouse team, you know, might not even win their own conference. And that kind of, that's on the table. That is a big question. It's so Patrick Mahomes is hurt. Like, ankle is still, he's been running at practice. Oh, they're like, going to shoot that man so full of drugs. Oh, he yeah. He won't even know he's got a hurt ankle. <laughs> and and that's the bad thing about it is, okay, at what point do we try to, to save and pull, make sure he doesn't get hurt? Well, one, Mahomes last week when it happened was not wanting to go out at all, and he was pissed that he got taken out. Two, Chad Henney, when he got in to replace Mahomes, picked up like there was nothing wrong with the offense. I mean, Chad Henney just absolutely came out, shoved, put up great numbers, got him a score, and I mean, yeah. the offense didn't skip a beat, which makes me scared. I was going to say, it's, it's going to be fun to be anybody that they play the rest of the way Oh yeah. after watching Chad Henney. Chad Henney can which, lead that offense. And he did it, I believe, last year too. He did it um, running a little bit. He had to run the offense for just a little bit, and he did perfectly yeah. fine there. So, I mean, <laughs> Chad Henney is not a bad backup. It's just the fact that you had to put him in. And I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Chad Henney's and the Jags are going to come. Chad Henney and the Jags are going to come back. And Chad Henney was like, no, fuck all of you guys, and just drop bombs. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was an interesting week. You know, you look back at last week, Jacksonville, everybody thought, you know, that was going to be a walk in the park for Kansas City. I'm pretty happy it wasn't, you know, Jacksonville maybe finally going to get some respect for the AFC South, maybe. I mean, probably not, but it's nice to pretend, I guess. And then Buffalo. Everybody uh, calling Buffalo a fraud after that game. Yeah, it's one of those deals for me. Your AFC's got three really good quarterbacks. Uh-huh. 
where you've got Joe Shiesty, you've got uh, uh, Josh Allen, don't know why I blanked on Josh Allen, you got Patrick Mahomes. All three of them, any given week, can win. And now you're set up with an AFC matchup that Joe Shiesty, <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't looked at the odds recently, but when I was looking, it wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati's favored on the road. Now, whether that's justified or not, the whole different story. But it is, ju- it is justified because the reason that it's justified is Mahal or Joe Burrow on the road. Joe Burrow in his career has mm. been undefeated against Mahomes, whether it is at home or on the road at Kansas City, and there's been one yeah. during the playoffs. Yeah, but we're talking like three point games. We're not talking about blowing them out. No, but I mean he's gotten through and they've won. So I mean there's a big difference in that. And then the Bengals defense is not the greatest. I mean they've improved a ton since Joe Burrow has taken over the team as quarterback. But I mean still they. But when you look at an injured Patrick Mahomes possibly and can Chad Henney replace for a full game if that needs to happen, that's the real question. Well, that's assuming he's replaced for a full game. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like I said, I think what's going to happen is Friday and Saturday. I don't, I guess, uh, oh, both of these games are Sunday. Never mind. So Saturday and Sunday, they're going to pump Mahomes so full of, you know, <laughs> uh, I hate using the word drugs because it's not like, you know, they're pumping him full of, like, steroids. But oh, yeah, they're going to pump ibuprofen in. He's not going to feel, he's not going to feel squat. No. Uh-huh. ankle. They're going to give him a quarter zone shot, pat him on the ass, and, and say go. <laughs> and, you know, and Chad Henney will be waiting in the wings, and, you know, he'll have he'll be ready, but there's no way there's going to be an ounce of consideration of him not starting. That Yeah. So, with that. And then, you know, you look. Keep going, sorry. And I was going to say, switching gears, you know, you look at the NFC side. The Eagles looked as good as advertised. Facts. So there's not a whole lot to talk about in that game. But then Dallas, again, Ugh. what is with the play calling in the postseason? I don't know. It well, and Ezekiel Elliott as your center? What are you doing? <laughs> he got, em- man got embarrassed. Like He threw a check down. Oh. You had on the last play, he throws a check down. What are we you, you into double coverage at the, at the same point? Yeah, I don't understand the last play. You know, I didn't no. watch it live. I watched the replay of it, and I don't. I don't know, man. Well, maybe maybe it's just you know my teams never get that far when it comes to <laughs> NFL. But uh, Dallas fans have to be just about sick of the play calling. Well, Dallas you know, fans there, also have to the be. Team. They got to be sick of the kicker too. And no, no offense to. Brett Maher, but I mean, that field goal wasn't going in either. So, he made one field goal, and there was a tweet that I saw where Cowboy fans were freaking out and hooting and hollering, and I'm like, okay, you have, like JC was talking about, you've got the play calling is trash at the moment. You've got a kicker who is in his own head so far, it's probably back in Dallas. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, and I mean, you know, on a personal level, being from the state of Iowa, I absolutely love that Brock Purdy wins this game. 100%. But the thing about it is, you look at the box score, Dak Prescott doesn't even have to play good. No. He just has to get out of his own way, and they win this game. Oh, yeah. Two interceptions for Prescott. Like, literally. You I mean... won't give up 19 to San Francisco. You'll lose by seven. 
all you got to do is not turn it over. Yeah. It's, That's it. Well, and the hard part, too, was, I mean, Dallas's defense played really, really good. Like we said, only 19 points against an offense who has been steamrolling and just getting, getting going, getting points. They've been greedy, and they've been getting on the board. And then you take a team like Dallas, who should have probably got a little bit more than they did, but when you're facing the number one defense in in the nation for the NFL, that's a little bit of a harder task. So you got to try to take points where you can get them, and Dak just couldn't do that. Throwing two interceptions, and one especially in their own territory, and threw it to a easily jumped route in the first quarter. I mean, holy cow. So. Yeah, it, it's a head scratch. And, you know, that goes back to that question of would you rather make the playoffs and do that every single time or would you just rather sit at home on the couch? And I mean, I, for one, loved watching the Dallas meltdown from everybody punching their TV sets to yeah. every, you know, guys are driving over their TVs, people are punching the TV. I mean, good Lord, they were going ham. Oh, that was too it's funny to watch. I TikTok was just exploding with it. Cowboy also, fans getting pissed are so track, fun. At the half, for those keeping track at the half, 38-3 in New York. Hell yeah. Jeez, he's been putting in work. Well, Nick so, just got shot, you know, so. <laughs> also, I'm going to shout you out. Speaking of TikTok, Nick, Nick, we've been trying to get me, you know, to do more social media-wise with our uh, our podcast here. And, you know, tip of the cap, you got one. The mustard and Oreo one is going off. Oh, it's well, so funny enough. It's got 200 some likes, which I realize, you know, for if there's some big, you know, famous thing listening, that's not a lot. But for this podcast, that's a ton. That's a shit ton. Well, so here, I'll pull up the numbers on the good old Instagram as well, because this is the funny thing. So my mustard on. Oh, I forgot we had an Instagram. Wow. (laughs) My mustard on TikTok is flopped. Tell you that right now. It's only at 146. Lucy's, on the other hand, my roommate, she's at 1,400 views with her mustard on the Oreo. We got a comment on my post that said, you need to try it with, here, let me see if I can open this up here. Because um, tried it with peppermint Oreos, too. I'm like, what? It's bad enough that I had to do it with just regular freaking Oreos. Now I got to do it with peppermint? No shot. I, I, I I loved the initial reaction of, oh, my God. And you're like, you can, like, see two bites in. You're like, this is good. And then all at once, you're like, oh, my God. Well, That's terrible. Because <laughs> it's, like, weird. It's, like, you immediately get the first taste of it's tangy as hell. And I'm not a – like, mustard is very sweet and tangy. And it's, like, I, I've i said it so many times on that <laughs> clip. I was, like, I do not like mustard. And so, like, it kind of starts – Mustard is top shelf, though. Oh, no, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, bro. <laughs> not a mustard. Not a mustard fan, bro. He <laughs> oh, almost got there. How many times can we say bro in the span of 30 seconds? But um, I don't know, bro. You got to check yourself before you wreck yourself, bro, Tata Chips. All right, bro, Tata Chips. I already just shot a bro in the face with a STB on COD. Shot another one of the knees, bro. I'm going in. But here's He's going the, ham, bro. He's going <laughs> ham, bro. I just got a clip. But what the dog doing? <laughs> oh. Man, we are going to destroy Kansas City. I'm going to have to pick up my phone 
when this game's almost over and take a picture. Do it. And then just hoping that I don't, because, you know, we got to share all this through our social media because oh, I don't yeah. have a camera up because I can't run a camera and, you know, hope my phone holds out for a conversation. So you get the best of one world. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it and we'll add it to the clip because we got the camera rolling still 28 minutes in. I'll have to stop the recording and what switch, switch it up here. Doing? Oh, bro, I wish I had Christo back still because, I mean, as I – Put this back and then do another recording here and get up. Make sure we're rolling again. We are That's rolling. another touch, Don Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 As I'm flexing on the camera with my battery at 10%. Here, hold on. Three. Going for two because I don't kick extra points on this game, boy. That two-point conversion's good. And the J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 lead 46 to 3. Oh, no. I'm connecting to my PlayStation. Oh, no. Uh oh. Something bad happened. I tried to connect to my PlayStation, or I'm trying to plug in my camera battery so we can keep the the battery life going and get a couple more clips out of this here. Oh, that was bad because I plugged it into my PS4, and so the um, USB started rolling with that, and I was like, oh, no, that's not good. I really only have 10 kills well, in this game? Holy shit, I got to pick it up. I'm slacking. I am you know, slacking. Nice latte and oh, yeah. playing some Madden. But, you know, I think, you know, I'm going to try to refocus this while you figure out yes. what you're doing over there. Oh, I got to figure it out. Don't worry. conference championship picks. We'll oh. start in the NFC. I, uh, you know, I'm biased. I will say for starters in this game, because I hope Philadelphia loses to be completely honest Facts. with you. But uh, more than that, I want to see George Tittle, the Iowa Hawkeye and Brock Pretty, the Iowa state cyclone go off. You know, they're a yeah. power combination as it is. I want to see them go off and see. So I'm taking San Francisco for a, I'm going to say it gigantic road upset with a, a quarterback that's played like six pro games and on the road against what's been a powerhouse in the Eagles. Eagles, one game short of where they want to be at the end of the year. 49ers advance in the NFC, uh, or the NFC champ, I should say. See, and here's, I have been thinking about this all week. I'm going to have to agree with you on the giant road upset. And my reasoning one is because I think that one San Francisco was playing with house money, right? Or they've been playing at the beginning of the season, right. but then it doesn't seem like they were because their defense has been the best in the league the entire year. Their offense has not skipped a beat really because you lose um, Garoppolo, you pick up Purdy and you're still doing great things. Kittle is now playing better than he has all season and then you really kind of look at what's been going on. I mean, that whole team is built around the kid. Brock Purdy has been leading it. So I'm going to have to agree with you and say that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles struggle against that defense, even though their offense is insane. And the or 49ers get to the Super Bowl, and Purdy is going to be, I think, the first Mr. Irrelevant to make a Super Bowl. So He is uh, <laughs> going to be breaking all kinds of records if he gets there. AFC-wise, now... <laughs> You know, I think everybody can kind of guess my pick before I even say it. Well, and it it, it's, it goes against what I normally do. 
I normally don't try to ride with what everybody's saying is the, you know, the hot pick, if you will. You know, I normally like to be a free thinker. Like I like, like San Francisco. I don't think many people are taking San Fran. No, uh uh-uh. But there is something about this Joe Shiesty kid (laughs) that I love. (laughs) Notice how neither one of my picks have had anything really to do with football. It's just gut intuition because I don't watch a lot of football. I watch highlights and, you know, I know enough to talk about it on this, this podcast. On the show. I'm taking Joe Shiesty, man. I you are I not. I think Cincinnati a rematch of I don't know what Super Bowl, but there was one back in the '80s where 49ers and uh, Bengals played one another. I think that's your Super Bowl. You know, I think Joe Shiesty. You went on the road last week against Buffalo, made it look easy. Now Kansas City is a completely different ball game. The the loudest stadium in the NFL. You know. <sighs> It, it's an AFC championship game. It's going to have all the pomp and circumstance you want. Yeah. But I'm taking the Bengals, man. I'm I, taking Bengals and I'm taking 49ers. I will also have to be taking the Bengals as well because one. Wow, and, we agree on something. I know. <laughs> and once again, I'll bring the logic out of this. I think that just Mahomes and the Chiefs right now, they're still good, but it's whether or not that Mahomes can go the whole game. Can Chad Henney actually take, take up the team? And Burrow and the Bengals have been just playing very good. And granted, it's only been three-point games a couple of times where they've been low-point low win affairs. But, I mean, still, the Bengals have the, have the up on the Chiefs. Joe Burrow is just unreal right now. So I think that Mahomes is going to have his – and the Chiefs defense is going to have their hands full. And I think that Joe Burrow walks out of Kansas City with a win and another trip to the Super Bowl. And that would be the first well, Super Bowl meeting between both San Francisco and – the Bengals since 1981. I looked there we it. go. I knew it was in the 80s somewhere. I got us. Hey, that's the thing. I mean, you're in the postseason now. You know, everybody likes to whine and complain. Like I, I did earlier a little bit where, you know, oh, these games are only three points. It's the postseason. I'll yeah. be honest. No one gives a shit how close the game. Whether you win by one or 100, who cares? Oh, yeah. You just get the job done. It, it's got to be there. you got to get it up. It's and that's what plays into Cincinnati's favor here a little bit too, is you know, it's yeah you know, either it's you win it or you don't. Yeah. You know you don't have you're not trying to do anything cute. You're not trying to do anything. It's just win and go to the next one, and uh, it, it should be a good game. I mean I think you're going to look at another twenty-seven, twenty-four, twenty-four, twenty-one. I don't think either team scores first. I think I'd, I'd agree with that. Defense, and if they do score 30, that's where Kansas City can, you know, really make some noise. Because Joe Burrow has, has scored, like, an average, I think I saw, like, 24 playoff games, where Patrick Mahomes is in, like, the low 30s. So if it gets over 30, that's your advantage, Kansas City. But if it's, you know, 21, 24, 27, 17, whatever – the lower the score, it just favors the Bengals. And see, and that's that's the one thing I really like to see is like, granted, yes, you could say that Cincinnati is the underdog. You could also say that Cincinnati could have been the top dog in this. And and that goes to show just because it was supposed to be at a neutral site with the Bills and everything, they decided to cancel that game fully, and then the seating just went as was. With the Bengals being the third, Bills is two, Chiefs is one. So you could say that Cincinnati was – the underdog, you could say that Cincinnati actually did deserve to be the one seed if they beat Buffalo because they had 
oh, excuse me, they had the outright win against the Chiefs earlier in the year. So what? what's that to you? I mean, I personally don't think that, well, that Cincinnati's the, the underdog too. either. There's so much whining and complaining about the standings. The only team that game not being played screwed was Buffalo. Yes. Because Buffalo, by all rights, should have been the top seed. Because they beat and Kansas granted, City outright play last in the season. Week. Because they beat Kansas City outright and whatever. But, you know, I don't disagree with canceling the game. But, you know, you look at it, that game and everybody wants to whine and complain about it. And, you know, I don't agree with the NFL on 95% of what they've done. They've done a lot of things that make it go, okay. But, you know, the way they handled, once they, you know, cut their head out of their ass and canceled the game like they should have, the way they handled it, just being clear and concise and saying, here's what we're doing. Yeah. Was the best they had. Because you knew no matter what was said, somebody was going to be mad. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and you look at Baltimore and Cincinnati, they could have had a coin toss to who was hosting that playoff game. Yeah. Which is nuts when you think about it. You play that full slate, you know, for Cincinnati minus a game, but you play a full slate that comes down to a coin toss. That's nuts. You know, Bengals fans were all pissed about that and how the, you know, the way they did the playoffs screwed Cincinnati. Well, <laughs> there's only so much you can do with how that played out, you know. Oh, yeah. In the end, Cincinnati's getting the last laugh because, you know, they beat the team that, uh, you know, was going had their bags packed for a neutral site game in Atlanta, and now they're playing an arrowhead. Yep. And so, as he said it on the good old interview – Better get those refunds, and we got the picks down. Both me and JC got the Niners and the Bengals rematch of Super Bowl. Oh, that's a lot of numbers. What is that, 23, <laughs> I think? Yeah, 23 from 1981. This has been your Bush Light picks of the week, even though we're not sponsored by Bush Light. We would love to Bush be. Bush so. Light picks of the week. All right. If if anybody at Bush Latte wants to sponsor us. You better make this us, into a social media, no social media thing, our picks duh, of the week. Duh. <laughs> it's going to be put on there. I've got clips marked down. I've got the timestamp marked on my phone. We're there already. Oh, we are just throwing shade. Also, it's like 62 to 10. Oh my! Two forty-five to go on the floor. <laughs> he said, "No mercy." The ball. You're no, like, we don't. This is an all gas, no breaks, baby. You're like one of I'm those. I'm on the pod. I can't get embarrassed. <laughs> you're like one Ugh. of those guys on those video games after their team loses. Got to take out my frustration, and the scores are like four hundred to nothing, and it's like, dude, calm down. One of my- <laughs> one of my favorite ones of those of all time was, you know, last year when Toronto lost to Seattle after blowing a 7-1 lead. Oh, no. I saw some guy that was playing as Toronto in the third inning. It was like, I shit you not, I think 402 to nothing <laughs> in three innings. And I was like, oh, my God. Unreal. That is awesome. Oh, my gosh. I bought, like, some, I bought me some Blue Jays gear. You know, post-baseball is coming around. Uh, oh, yeah. Got me some hats, a sweatshirt, and a T-shirt. It's that time. It is that it's time. It's my two favorite times of the year when I buy my Devils gear before the NHL season starts and when I buy my Blue Jays gear right before the uh, baseball season starts. I was, I was going to say also, I got – Also, touchdown Jets, oh by the way. Gosh, run up the board. Damn. 
I was gonna... Oh, but the two-point conversion's good, and it's 70 to 10. Holy shit. <laughs> It's like playing Weber State on college football. Just don't matter. Run it. It's it's your tune-up game. Oh, well, you know, we're going to just keep playing. I'm going to see how many games I can play in the span of a podcast. There you go. I've played, I think, like six now on COD, but my games move a little bit faster. So I should have – you know what By I should have done? Bit, you mean a lot. Yeah. I should have you done? I should have tried to play a live game of MLB The Show and do online. You know what? Next podcast, we're going to have to do that. We'll have to do an MLB The Show live yeah. on that. So, oh man, but so you think think the Cubs have a chance this year, dude? I you read my mind exactly where I was going, and here's my thing: I don't know how the NL Central is gonna wind out with that, but I think that the Cubs have built around such a great start to building a team. Because let's see here are the picks: Trey Mancini signed a two-year deal. Cody Bellinger is on there. You got Eric Hosmer. You got Dansby Swanson. I mean, the infield is stacked. So, where and then you got um, oh uh, Nick that Madrigal, you, yeah, you got Nick Madrigal at second base too. I mean, you've got everybody picked up a new catcher as well. We got a little bit of a bullpen building. So, I mean, I personally think that the Cubs this year are going to be super, super fun to watch, just from an offensive standpoint. Because I haven't seen bats like this since you had Baez, Schwarber, Chris Bryant, and everything like that. You've got the power back. You've got such a great amount of weaponry with speed with Swanson and then throw in Nick Madrigal there, Chris, uh, uh, Christopher Morell, throw him into that mix. And then you've got Seiya Suzuki. So, I mean, they're great young lineup, great ways to build around and possibly pick up some more contracts as the year goes through. So I think the Cubs are going to be just fine. So I haven't had a chance to look at the schedule. I know the Blue Jays are in St. Louis and Cincinnati because I'm going to both of those series. But uh, are they in Chicago this year? I'm they looking. They take on the Cubbies and Old Wrigley Field. I'm looking because here, here's the fun thing about it. Hopefully it's a weekend series. <laughs> well, here's the fun thing. And this is a future teaser at the moment. Nick is possibly going to Chicago to go to his first ever Cubs game and go to his second ever MLB game. Because oh boy. I know. Who are they playing? I don't know yet. We're trying to figure that oh, out. So, so it could be the Blue Jays. It could be the Blue Jays dude, you're going to see. So we're planning on trying to go in August because um, somewhere towards the end of August because I've got um, my family has always like me or my parents and my aunt and uncle uh, have gone to Wrigley multiple times and gone to Wrigleyville and everything like that. But they haven't since me and my three other girl cousins were born. So it's like the four of us were practically siblings. And not right. not by any means, but you know what I mean from the figurative speak. Yeah. So me and my sisters were born. Again, I throw that out figuratively. We were all born, so our parents stopped really going to Chicago. And so one of my cousins was like, hey, what are you getting your parents for Christmas? And I was like, to be honest, I've picked up a couple of things, but what do you have in mind? Are we like trying to get them like all a joint gift? And she goes, we've been thinking about trying to go to Chicago. And I was like, wait, what? And she goes, yeah. We want to try to take them back to a Cubs game. So I'm like, sign my ass up. Right. So because the only Major League Baseball game that I've been to was at the old Rangers stadium in Arlington when the Rangers played the uh, Mariners, and my dad called Robinson's, Robinson Cano's shot for him. Because that berm out there, he goes, hey, watch that. That's going to be full of kids in about 30 seconds here. Robinson Cano hits an absolute titano nuke. Long story short, that was the only MLB game that I've been to in my entire baseball career, it's sad to say. So, so far for the first half, oh my gosh, I got to check the dates. Oh no, that 
damn it. No. Oh, that makes me so sad. Oh, so hold on, I'm getting I'm getting everything. I'm getting everything. Okay. So we were looking at games to to go to and my cousin texted me about or texted us the dates for what the hell? Where are the games? Uh No. It's the 4th through the 7th, so the Cubs would be playing the Braves. I thought it was the 15th and 16th, but that's all – or 18th and 19th because they go to Toronto August 11th oh. through the 13th. Oh. They're not in – they don't go to Wrigley. They just go to Toronto this year? Um, As far as I've seen so far in the first half of the season and through, yes. Oh, man. So – We got to see a Blue Jays – and Cubs game. That's got to be a bucket list thing. We do need to. We need to do a podcast when one of those games is going on and just get pissed at each other. Oh, right. <laughs> we should do that because the game is on a Wednesday. I think the games are on a Wednesday. Let me look here as I'm getting shot in the face with multiple guns. Uh, no, the game is on a Friday, Saturday, so we might have to try to do a weekend oh, podcast. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a little bit more rowdy no, with the boys. I'm going to tell you right now, the one problem with it, we're doing like a watch party is because we're in the state of Iowa, so it's gonna be blacked out. That's what Stream East is for, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Don't anybody. Monetize the podcast that makes no money. Yeah, facts. <laughs> oh gosh, that's what. So there you go. Yeah, we should get together. There you we go. should get together and do a podcast while your Cubs get throttled by my Blue Jays. Hey now, we're so much better. Than hey now. Hey, no, not. nothing. We're better than you. 84 to 17, by the way, with 14 seconds to go. <laughs> score, 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 score. <laughs> oh, We're going to do an onside kick. Oh, We're going to no. try to do them dirty. If this, re- if this gets recovered, I'm going to laugh Oh, that fumbled. Somewhere. Oh, they got it. No. Ooh. Oh, you hate to see it. You now I'm going to pick up my phone it. and take a picture. Please don't drop the call. There you Please go. Please don't drop Stay the call. On. Stay on. Stay on. Stay <laughs> on. Oh, that's a selfie. That's not the right way to face the camera. <laughs> These, oh, Jesus is struggling with technology. Come on. Oh, my I'm just gosh. waiting for this game to end. Oh, yeah, just, so the Blue Jays only play the Cubs once. That's fascinating. Yeah. They play the Cubs. They also play a series against the Royals on August 18th, which also, fun fact, so as far as close to I live at, uh, to Kansas City, I don't have a pair of Roy- or I don't have anything Royals until this year. My mom goes, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, honestly, Royals gear because I don't have any KC yeah. gear, and I don't know why, why I said Why are you well, a Royal getting Royals gear when you're a club? Because, dude, I'm still a Royals fan. They're, like, Jack, right next door to me. 84 to 17, boys. Oh, my gosh. You let them get Rack 17. Em. Stack them. Oh, okay. Amateur. You know what? We're playing another one. There you go. <laughs> 84 points isn't enough for you. All right, we'll just stick with the Jets. Who are the Jets playing this time? Just hold it down. The Browns. Oh, boy. Oh, that's going to bad. Here we go. Oh, man. But, yeah. So, I'm, I'm all for these cross uh, interdivisional games or interconference games, whatever you want to call them. Oh, 100%. You know, because... You know why it benefits the Blue Jays? Because why? they don't have to play the AL East so much. <laughs> yeah. They get to take a step out and play teams like the Cincinnati Reds, the Chicago Cubs. Hey, that's just a, that's just teams. easy wins for you, okay? And you know what? The Cubs are not an yeah, easy right. win this that's year. That's what I'm saying. No. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. 
We'll turn the camera back on for when JC does his little NHL talk. Well, we got it off giving it a break here as we would have had two-hour clips. <laughs> Nick's going to go through tonight and just start cutting clips and getting them ready to go for tomorrow so when he's at work he can do do some stuff early in the morning. We'll probably actually get there at a decent time so I can start putting a little bit of the some fun stuff to him. If I can – jeez, can I get a kill? Holy shit. We're gonna get demonetized. Yeah, we're we're gaming it up. So for those again, Nick's playing some some game some shooter games. <laughs> I'm playing Madden ninety five. This time it's the Browns and the Jets. So I'm on game number two. And you know, we're only forty some uh I'll make that fifty minutes fifty four minutes in. Way to go, gang. Hello. Let's get it. We're we're moving on. Oh smooth. the Browns deep. Oh no. Touchdown, Cleveland. Uh-oh. Oh, oh! I'm gonna get embarrassed on on the podcast by the okay. Cleveland Browns. Michael Jackson, M. Jackson caught the touchdown. You're gonna get, you're gonna get throttled. Oh, mercy, I'm gonna get throttled. Well, I was down three nothing in the first game, and then one eighty four to seventeen. So I'm feeling okay. You know what? <laughs> We got some time here to kill on the podcast because we still got to talk about some NHL. We still got to go through some college basketball stuff. So you know what Nick's going to do here? We're going to have some fun, and we're going to go with some online MLB The Show because I talked about it. I haven't played The Show for a while. We'll see how much I get my ass kicked. This should be fun. So we're loading them in, boys. Loading them in. And so here – Here's my fun thing. So, like I said, I've only been to one major league game in my entire life as a baseball fan. Oh, see you later, pimp. Touchdown, Jets. <laughs> Too easy. See you Too later, easy. pimp. Is that anyway. what you said? See you later, pimp. <sighs> you know what I love about social media right now? What? Is all the clips of memes. Like, you know that Cincinnati one that I referenced earlier with the go, Joe Burrow. The, the old lady screaming at you. The TikTok. Yeah, no, the TikTok where it's like all these clips, uh, memes clipped together. I mm-hmm. love those. Anyway, sorry to interrupt your MLB The Show story. You're good. So, well, I was just saying, so I've been to, and granted, this is kind of not a flex. It's not really supposed to be. But I've been to more College World Series games and, like, college baseball games than I have actually been to pro games. And that's even including having a farm team located in the state of Iowa, in the city 15 away, fifteen minutes away from me, which is the Iowa Cubs, and the Omaha Storm Chasers in Omaha when I was growing up there. I've been to an Omaha Royals game when that was still a thing, and I've been to an Iowa, or an Omaha Storm Chasers game. I've been to multiple of those. But it's just funny that I have really never been to a lot of major league games. I don't know why I find that funny. It's just like, one, when you play baseball, you never really have the time to go travel around and see them. Right. And so, and it also, it costs a lot of money. Like, that the, is also true. They are expensive. Especially if you're going with multiple people. Oh, yeah. It's like, I think we were looking at Ticketmaster for... I think for, going to a... Uh, college World Series game would be pretty cool. I thought that with the NCAA March Madness. And I've been to one of those tickets. too. And, oh, really? That is that yeah. is lit because I've looked at the uh, I've looked at ticket prices for those because you know my mom's a big basketball fan. Yeah, and we've talked about going and ticket prices, and I I oh my god, they're expensive. 
well, for so, one session. You know, you get like one game. Well, even if there's multiple games, you have to pay for you know a yeah. bunch of you know multiple games or a session, and it's like holy cats, that's expensive. <laughs> you have to you pay for like a book of tickets, which is basically what it is. And also, so here's my real quick before we get back on this tangent. My lineup for this is for MLB the show. For the Omaha State or for the Witterset uh, Grizzlies, because that was the town that I made this team in back when 2022 came out. Ozzie Smith is my leadoff. Yeah, Ozzie Smith is leadoff. Oh, yeah. Ricky Henderson is hitting second. Jimmy Fox at three. Jordan Alvarez is cleaned up. Mike Trout five. Jorge Posada six. Ray Durham seven. Brett Beatty at eight. And then my pitcher for the game is AJ Burnett. So we'll get it rolling. But, no, I have been to a couple of March Madness games. And I say a couple. I do mean a couple because um, it was, what was it, like 2000? I have the shirt for it, but it was like the Final Four of 2009, I think, when it was in Louisiana, in Baton Rouge, because I have the shirt for it. But, like, um, Purdue was in Omaha. Detroit was in Omaha. Um, I forget what other teams were there, but I saw we went back-to-back nights on the weekend because our neighbors across are, like, right next to us. They said that they weren't going to be able to make the games because they had family co- or like family coming to town and not enough tickets for two nights. So they wanted to give them to us and they could go on the Sunday game. So I got to go to back-to-back games and I was just having the time of my life because, I mean, it was, it was a different atmosphere for college basketball because I've been to a Creighton game, uh, Creighton basketball, back in the day. I've been to one Nebraska basketball game and then I still haven't been to a Nebraska volleyball game, sadly. But I mean, March Madness is a well, whole say, different college thing. College basketball, in itself, you know, I've been to a couple. You know, my mom and I went to Iowa men and Iowa women this last December, and then we saw the Iowa men a few years back at the Stanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls play Colorado. Okay, and it's pretty fun. But I can imagine that that, uh, you know, March Madness is a whole amped up completely different atmosphere. 14 14 is our score, by the way. There we go. <laughs> we just started. We're still 0-0. Absolute we... disaster has struck in this game. Oh, n- the Browns are embarrassing me. That's bad. <laughs> but, I mean, March Madness is definitely fun. It's a, it's a whole different atmosphere from, like like I said, Creighton games were fun because I've been to a couple of those because, like, I went to I went to a little Catholic school when I was a kid growing up, because my mom was, uh, we were Catholic, or we still are, but, so we would get, like, right. tickets for Creighton games that the school would provide, because they were, like, the cheaper tickets back when Creighton was not the greatest, still in the Missouri Valley Conference, mm-hmm. so, I mean, um, I think back, back when, before they moved to the Big East. Yeah, but I still think it was at the beginning of uh, Coach McDermott's career, so back even before, like, Dougie McBucket's was a thing for all the you Nebraska people that know who Doug McDermott and Dougie McBuckets are. Um, but Greg McDermott was just starting out, I think, in his career. And so, I mean, Creighton games were cheaper. It was a lot of fun to go to still because, I mean, you're a young kid going to your town basketball games. But, I mean, still, last year or a year and a half ago was the first time that I had been to a college basketball game in a while. And Audrey took me to Hilton, and we went to an Iowa State game because we bought Ooh. tickets for that. And they played Kansas State in a thriller. And, I mean, that was super fun to go sit and watch and enjoy. I will tell you, that place looks like it has a hell of an atmosphere. Oh, Hilton I Coliseum mean, now, is you know, so fun. I Iowa State's ridiculously good again. Oh, yeah. But even when Iowa State was kind of meh the last couple of years, 
you know, this year, I mean, they've got a stretch later where they play like three top 15 teams in like a week with two of them being on the road, but they're beating good teams now. Oh yeah. And, I, uh, Iowa state is scoring. Hilton insanely. was rocking. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie that you've been to Hill. That's some top shelf basketball. And I mean, Right there. I'm a college basketball fan. I love watching it. I haven't watched a lot of games so far this year. That's coming up after the Super Bowl for me to get ready for my March Madness brackets, if you will. But, I mean. Oh, we already know that's coming. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, I'm still – I still keep up with it. I enjoy watching it because, like, Iowa State right now, they're 14-4. and Um, Texas has suffered a lot of big losses this year. Kansas has not been playing very – or has suffered a couple of losses this year. They're 16-3. and I shouldn't say they're playing – not playing very good. Kansas State. Them and Iowa State played a doozy that Kansas ended up winning, but that Iowa State's playing with the big boys. Well, and Kansas. You know, I saw a tweet that made the comparison that Big 12 basketball is what ESPN tries to make SEC football out to be. Oh, facts. I... And you think about it, that is absolutely spot on because you look at the Big 12, there's like seven teams that are in the top 25 or something stupid like that. Yeah. It's Kansas state. And even those like middle, middle bottom third tier teams that are just outside the top 25 are a threat. Yeah. Cause like right now in the top 25 for the big 12, it's Kansas state who is ranked fifth, Kansas ninth, Texas at 10 TCU at 11, Iowa state at 12. So there's just a handful right there sitting in the same order. Baylor is at 17. And then at the moment, that is it. So, I mean, you almost have kind so of half the Big 12. Seven. Yeah. I'm, the quick math is not very strong. Was that six <laughs> or seven? Oh, I'm in the middle of a pitch here, let me tell you, after this. They struck him out. No, wow. We only quick, let up one one on the board here in the first the inning. The quick math is not good with either one of us. That's six teams so far ranked in the top 25 oh. for the Big 12. Incomplete. 22-14, by the way. They're, we're back on top. Well, Nick is losing 1-0 here in the show. Ozzie Smith leading off. We got out of the end. Why would you swing it at that? This is going to be bad because I haven't played this in a while, and I'm almost as trigger-happy as Javi Baez in the World Series. <laughs> so sorry, not sorry Come about on. it. Oh, my God. The Browns are torching us, man. What is going on? 84-17 in the first game, and the Browns have scored 14 in the first quarter. Oh, my gosh. You gotta, you gotta outmatch him here. But I mean, well, I'm up by eight. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So, also looking at college basketball right now, this is you. You kind of mentioned it. So, the Big Twelve is the college or is the SEC of college basketball. But here's also the fun fact about it: as this pitch comes through, why did I swing at that? That was stupid of me. I gotta pause this real quick so I can count it here. So, Alabama's ranked second. Tennessee is fourth. Going down the list, down the list, down the list, down the list. Auburn is 15. Going down the list, down the list, down the list, down the list. There's only three three SEC teams ranked in college basketball at the moment. And three of the or two of oh, them are in the top in the four. Top five. Yeah, two of them are in the top five. And then oh, so here's why would you swing it a change up in the dirt? You fouled it off. Nice job, idiot. So also you could say this. Houston is coming to the Big 12, and they're ranked third. So you, you add another potential Big 12 team in the mix. The SEC is not the best basketball conference. Arkansas used to be ranked, but they are no, no longer. And then you throw it into the Big 10, 
There's only one Big Ten say, team in. And the Big Ten is usually a basketball Big conference. Ten team in the top 25 right now. There's only one. Yeah, and it's Purdue, and they're ranked number one. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, they're. Yeah, I was going to say, normally it comes down to the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12. Pac Big 12. Because that's normally your three powerhouse teams. Or well, powerhouse conferences, I should say. And the ACC only has three. They've got. Mm. They've got Arizona, or not Arizona, that's a Pac-12. You got Virginia at 7, you got Clemson at 25, and then you got Miami in there as well, at sitting at 20. The Big East has a couple teams in there. They've got Marquette, they've got Xavier, and then you throw... Um, Marquette in the early season looks dangerous. Marquette looks stupid good. Yeah, and they're 16-5 and five right now. UConn is you know, also in that. I'm going to spoil part of our conversation UConn? coming up, but I tried to look for Seton Hall tickets. Really? While you were in Newark? While I'm in Newark, and I could not find them. They didn't play. So the Devils are on Saturday, or yeah, Saturday, and I was hoping like maybe Seton Hall plays like a noon Sunday game, and then, you know, I have to fly back Sunday, but I could like wait till mid afternoon. Unfortunately, they were not into neither the men nor the women were in town. Well, that's so. too bad. Yeah. That'd be fun to catch a Seton Hall game because, I mean, Providence is ranked, UConn, Xavier, Marquette, and then... Well, I was going to say, pretty much if you see if you go see a Seton Hall game, chances are you're seeing some Big East powerhouse over there because, you know, Providence yeah. will probably be a tournament team because they, or at least historically they have been. Yep, Xavier will be. Johns has been good. Xavier's good. Creighton's good. I mean, there's there's some some uh, good solid teams out there. And then throwing it to some some and other they teams. They play in the Rock. They what? And they play in the Rock. So yeah. I mean, and like so, some some other you know, teams that are ranked that you haven't seen ranked in a while. I mean, you got Charleston out of nowhere. They they come sliding one. in. That is yeah. A very weird one. <laughs> but they're twenty one and one at the moment. You got New Mexico, who's what in there. There. Conference they're... is Charleston out of? All right, hold on. Is that let like me. The Southern Conference or Big Sky or something? No, it's it's a different that's conference. That's not one of your like run of the mill. Those aren't one of your run of the mill conferences you're used no. to talking about. No, they are in the CAA, which stands for if I can find it, I don't know. Who the hell is in the CAA? Well, let's look here. At, okay, so in the CAA right now. As it goes. Is that like the Vermont Catamounts are in there? Is that the right conference? No, Vermont is not in there. If you're looking for it, it's Townsend, Hofstra, uh, who made their first NCAA tournament appearance oh. for baseball in school history this year, this last season. Hofstra's okay. in there. UNC Wilmington, who's made multiple CWS appearances, or like tournament appearances. Drexel, North Carolina A&T, William Mary. Uh, Northeastern, the Huskies of Northeastern, and then you throw in Stony Brook, Delaware, Hampton, Elon, and Monmouth, and Charleston. There, I was gonna say one. I there's got to be one that makes Hamptons normally a team that makes the tournament. Yeah, that gets that auto bid out of that conference. Yeah, no kidding. Think about the Pirates. So Charleston oh, touchdown Browns. Good God! Wow, you were getting <laughs> just destroyed right now, aren't you? Confidence you know, the going down. Is, I'm not losing. I'm winning by two still. They got to go for two to tie. Are they going for two or are they playing soft They're and kicking a field goal? They're going for two. It's a shotgun. Oh. 209 to go. He drops back. 
Pressure. Throws. Incomplete. Woo! Oh, that's too bad. Twenty-two <laughs> twenty. We're still winning. Practicing my play-by-play for football right there. There you go. Got to get oh, back on it. For... Oh, Corey Kluber just got a hit off me. That's so sad. <laughs> a pitcher got a hit. Wow. I know. I apparently left a fastball. Yeah, left a lot of trash talk for a guy that just gave up a hit to a pitcher. <laughs> I know. Apparently, I've left a fastball too far in the middle of the zone for a. Damn it! Now I gave up a second hit to Jack Peterson this inning. Scrub. Scrub. Facts. You are an absolute scrub. What are you doing, cat? Hi, buddy. So, in the CAA for conference standings, I think I touched on this last week because I talked about Charleston as well just being, please go foul. Please go foul. Thank you. Holy shit. Had a heart attack. So, in the CAA standings, you have Charleston, who is number one at 9-0, 21-1 overall. You've got Are you not smart enough to get up here? Come Townsend on. at seven and two, Hofstra at seven and two, UNC Wilmington at seven and three. So I mean the conference is quote unquote tough for them. I don't know how tough the CAA truly is, but they're trying their best. So I could be wrong. It could be tough they're basketball. Trying their best. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't oh know much God. about the CAA. Oh, oh get outside. So All also right, Kat, if you knock my phone down again, you're gonna get it. I'm trying to be nice. JC's battling on a cat. Pete is going to be on our ass trying to cancel this podcast for animal cruelty. Not really cruelty. I didn't but... do nothing. I just told her to sit down and be good. Sit down, shut up, and listen. All right, point Dexter. Knocked my phone out of my hand early. All right, point Dexter, sit down, shut up, and listen. Oh, oh yes, got it out. So, other interesting teams ranked in college basketball at the moment. Florida Atlantic, who I don't believe has been ranked for a while. They're at 19-1. and one. St. Mary's, who is pretty much a college basketball team, or has been in the tournament a lot, they're eighteen and four. He's pretty much a college basketball team. I don't know yeah, much I about St. Mary's. Play basketball. That sounds right. <laughs> Jorge Posada. You cracked me up. Deep left field. Carry ball. Nope, it's gonna get caught at the warning track. You oh, suck egg mule. Are you gonna just why can't you just sit still? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm gonna have to take a picture of you. Then we can Share with everybody how great of a cat you are. Also, 28-20, 138 to go. Going for two to make it a 10-point game, and it's in. Oh, Nick wants the Browns to win, but they're not. They're down 30-20. to 20. There we go. Well, I don't. I never said I wanted the Browns you're to trying, win. You're trying to will the Browns to a win. I can feel I'm you not, want me to lose on the podcast. I'm not willing the Browns to a win. I'm just trying to, oh, that ball got by him. We're going to score, and Brett Beatty's going to get a triple. We're going to try it. He's got 66 speed. Speed, speed, speed. He's oh, in there. And we, oh, we almost <laughs> had it. How is it an interception when he fumbled? That doesn't make sense. God, bless Every, America. Everybody listening on the podcast is going to be like, these guys playing there. Why did I try to bunt at that? That was at my head. I'm you know, so we're, dumb. We're, we're working on our social media game. We're doing a little bit of everything, you know? We got you a lot of good clips for social. social media and TikTok. Yes. You know, we got a lot we can do. I got to take a picture of this wonderful, wonderful cat. But also, while you guys are joining us, while we're kind of going through a little bit of a break here on – on just talking, kind of talking about our socials, make sure you hit the follow button. Hit the hit the likes button on the post. Make sure you guys let us know what you want to see on the show. That sinker was a little bit more inside, but it was a strike apparently. That's also, a fumble. Oh, but got it, man. Also, leave us a review on the podcast, everybody. Tell us how we're doing. Give us a good five-star on Spotify. Leave some reviews on the good old Apple and 
get the stats pulled up. We'd love to see love to see your faces somewhere. If you see us in public, if you don't know what we look like, well, try to figure that out. Find us on some social medias. You can find well, us at the Cobra say, Show. They probably know what you look like. <laughs> I've been posting no my face everywhere. You're the face of the podcast, which is perfectly fine because I don't want to be that. JC so. <laughs> is. Oh, JC has been more or less every single episode we get off and something personal comes up for him. He's like, why do I have to share about my personal life? But I mean, it's fine. So, oh, also. Hey, you know, we, we, we've done some, we've done some personal sharing on this show. We have done a lot of you personal know? sharing. It, it's been some fun. <laughs> well, personal you sharing. can't really disappear for two months off the podcast. Like I did and not, you know, I, I, I did a bad job of explaining, but someday, you know, we'll talk about what happened. Oh, we'll talk about the cat's it all. about to fall off and shred my leg, so if you hear a bunch of yelling, that's what it is. Okay. Don't touch the ball. <laughs> so. All right. Kinda, you ready to go? All right. Bye-bye. So, kind of moving on to a topic, my dad just sent me a text, and oddly enough, my dad finds a way to text me whenever I'm on a podcast, and I bring up my parents a lot, mostly because they do some funny <laughs> stuff, and my dad always talked – to me and all the guys on Sports on the Edge, shout out to that show back in the uh, in the good old days of Storm Lake Radio. My dad just sent me a text. Storm Lake Radio. <laughs> he sent me a text that said, that 90s show. Yes, it is true. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't heard it, the rumors are true. If you haven't seen it on socials, on TikTok or whatever, you got to go check out some of the clips. I mean, I watched a couple of episodes over the last weekend. It's basically now the grand or the kids of all the cast of that 70s show. It's kind of the first episode's kind of fun because you get cameos from pretty much everybody. You got to wait for spoiler alert, Fez is in the show. So, all you ladies that are so hyped for Fez, you got to wait for the show. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's my fudgical, you son of a bitch. But anyways, you gotta wait for the cameo for Fez. You see Kelso in the first episode, Jackie. Sorry, spoiler alert, by the way, in case anybody hasn't seen it yet. But it is the first episode is somewhat entertaining. The second one's alright. I just haven't gotten around to watching more of them yet. And so we're gonna might have to see what he says about about it real quick. I'm gonna have to pause this after this pitch. Thirty-six to twenty. Your your uh, Browns are losing to the Jets. There, big dog. Well, you still got to score eighty there, big dog. Why can't I pause? You suck. Well, here's the deal. Thirty-six. We're at halftime. We played a pretty bad first half and scored thirty-six. I think the possibility of getting to eighty is well within reach. Is it now? Well, we hope it is so. there. Oh, that move! Oh, he's in midfield on the opening kick of the second half. Let's go. So we texted my dad to see what he thinks of that 90s show. So far, I'm, like, slightly entertained with it. I'm not quite there yet just because it's, like, I think trying to do. Oh, that's for the wrong team. I think trying to do these spinoff shows about, like, the next generation is weird. Because did you know there's a How I Met Your Father now instead of How I Met Your Mother? Oh, my God. I haven't. Of course there is. I mean, I've been seeing the clip on TikTok, but, I mean, I haven't seen anything else about the show like i didn't even know it existed I'll be honest, when it comes to watching new shows about the only thing i've been watching like consistently has been nhl <laughs> so, yeah so new sport or new shows means new games yeah all i do is watch nhl and watch the devils kick everybody's ass it's great 
Also, the Browns are about to score again. I threw an interception. They returned it to, like, the 30-yard line. Oh, my goodness. And now they got, like, second and goal on the nine. Well, Jordan Alvarez is two for two with base knockerooski, so we got runners on what first What is the score of your game? We haven't heard it's your sorry. score in a long time. As I take a sip of the good old, the Bush Latte score update. <laughs> no, touchdown Browns. Good Lord. We got two score updates. Oh, I didn't mean to steal, but I'm going to get there. We accidentally stole two bases. <laughs> huh. I, didn't, I didn't mean huh. to. We did I it. I didn't mean to. Oh, Mike Trout, why am I swinging at that? So our score is currently one-to-one one right now. We are in the bottom of the third with the good old Trout skip to bat. That ball is hammered. We'll see how far it gets. That's going to get an RBI, though. We'll tag her up. Nope, we're not going to tag it up. That was a late tag up. Get back to the base, please. Thank you. Holy <laughs> shit. Mike Trout did not quite get all that. Jorge Posada. I was early? Oh. Oh. 36 <laughs> to 27 in the third quarter. The Jets are leading. Browns just scored and they're kicking it to us. Also, on, for those of you understand, or those of you that are joining in this podcast late or like wondering what the hell he's talking about in a Jets game, it's back in 1995. All right. So you guys can hold your horses. It's not. It's back in 1995. <laughs> ah, the good old days. <laughs> neither back one of, before I was born. I was going to say, the neither one of us were alive. <laughs> uh oh. Jorge, Jorge Posada, deep center. Oh, that's freaking caught at the wall. Damn you, Arlington, Texas. Not quite there yet, son of a bitch. Well, scoreline <laughs> score line after the third. It's tied one-to-one -one going into the fourth. Five hits for both teams. Oh, there it is. Crossing route. See you later. Touchdown, Jets. Let's go. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. How about another Carpenter touchdown? Woo! Yes. Oh, man. Well, well, I don't know why we didn't play video games all the time during <laughs> before when we did podcasts before. This because I mean, sometimes, sometimes we can't I think focus. It's 40, 42 to twenty-seven in the third. I don't have Pokemon cards to open. That's yeah. a solid scoreline. I'm ashamed in myself. We got NHL stats to run through. Oh, yeah, we do. I gotta gotta kick this off and then let the defense do its thing. So we're talking NHL. Time to cue the X-Files music behind Nick. Hold on, let's get this. the... We gotta get the good old camera back up and rolling here for a second half of the NHL. So it's this is... gonna be like... This is our... What is going on? This is one hour and 14 seconds also. Sorry for everybody getting my timestamp just so I can get my camera back up and rolling here. So we're an hour and 14 <laughs> for when I see this. So go ahead, we'll cue the X-Files music. <laughs> cue the X-Files music, we're talking some NHL. Oh. oh boy! Someday Nick will make that meme a reality. I tried, I dude. I wait. tried to put. I tried to put the X Files music up, but I could, the the meme of it. I'll have to see if I can find it on CapCuts and see if I can export something into there. But we'll we'll go from there. So continue. All right. Well, I'm pulling up some scores. Letting the bad '95 defense do its thing. Man, I might have to go grab another. So these Bush scores. Oh, these are. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're looking at scores. These will be all updated, and I we go through them because they're interesting to talk about. Avalanche and Ducks are tied at one. That's basically the end of the first. End of the first, Blues and Coyotes. Uh, Flames and Blackhawks are tied at one at the end of the first. Late in the second, Wild and Flyers are tied at one. 
overtime. How about this one? Penguins and the Capitals are in overtime. Red Wings just beat the Canadians in overtime 4-3. Lightning late in the third. They're beating Boston. Somebody can do it. Only like two teams all year. Pardon me. Five teams all year have beaten Boston. Yeah, forty-seven games. We'll talk about their numbers. It's nuts. Boston's so good. I hope they lose. Uh, and then the game, the only game that really matters right now, Devils and Predators, 3-3 going to the third period. Goals for New Jersey. Jack Hughes has one. Yegor Sharon Govich has one. Hughes has an assist as well. Hughes has a goal. Dougie Hamilton with two assists as well. And Mackenzie Blackwood in net. Jeez, what a tough night. <laughs> Ugh. 28 saves and 31 attempts, 90.3 save percentage. You know, I say tough night. It's basically zero zero. Uh, Saros has only seen six or 19 shots and has saved 16 of them. Cody Glass, Mikhail Grandland, and Cole Smith, goal scorers for the Predators. And before we get to standings, check out the last like. Mm, the month of January, basically. You know, New Jersey's been a, a, a joy ride. We talked about it when I was in Newark uh, back in December. You know, the month of November was way better than expected. The month of December, not so much. Well, the Devils are back to being good uh, in the month of January. They've only lost three times this month so far. Damn. They lost at home to Carolina, who leads the Metro. They lost to St. Louis at home 5-3. And other than that, they've beaten Detroit 5-1. They beat Carolina 5-3. Uh, they beat uh, Anaheim, pounded Anaheim 6-2. They beat the LA Kings 5-2. They came back and beat San Jose in a shootout 4-3. They lost to the Kraken in overtime, but the only reason I don't count that, that's not a straight loss. They've only had one, you know, no-point loss. Yeah. They've lost in a shootout, lost in overtime. So you're stealing a point, basically, with those. However, over the last two overtime winner against Pittsburgh and a huge win against Vegas, a team historically we've been a little shaky against, I say we, New Jersey Devils. Overtime winning there, so... You look at three of the last four uh, have been overtime or shootout wins, and you go back further than that. The Devils have now won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of their last eight going into tonight. Uh, and then, you know, you've got tonight and tomorrow before you hit the all-star break, Dallas being tomorrow's game. So you're sitting in pretty good shape. I mean, Carolina played, I don't remember if they played, they played last night, I know, and won. Uh, they beat the Stars 3-2 in overtime. Uh, so they're on their winning ways. But, yeah, man, it is, it's getting, it's getting down there, you know. Uh, looking at standings-wise. Carolina, the one in the Metropolitan. <clears throat> Make sure my phone is still going. It is definitely you are still good. Going. We're all good. <laughs> Carolina's the one out in the Metro at 68 points. Carolina and New Jersey have played the same amount of games coming into tonight. New Jersey will have played one more, hopefully getting a win. But here's the weird thing. 
you know, I don't know how close anybody listening pays attention to the devil. If you don't, you should. <laughs> Completely unbiased opinion. JC's team. But, you know, there's a team. They're a fun team to watch. Deep bomb for the Jets. Incomplete. Uh, you look at them on the road, 18-2-2 and on the road. And they're still 13-10-2 and at home. They're such a much better road team. It's bizarre. You know, you look at like Carolina, their split's pretty even 14, 5, and 2, 16, 4, and 6. But the Devils' split is not even close. But there's the breakdown in the Metro Carolina 1 at 68 points, Devils 2 at 66. Rangers have played a game more than both of those teams at 60. Pittsburgh's fallen to 46 or 56, I should say, as has Washington, everybody else in the Metro other than that. Worse than that, including Columbus with a mere 33 points. Sucks to suck. I was going to say, JC uh, is not a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. They stink. Man, I have any, I have ESPN Plus, and I watch a lot of hockey. I mean a lot of hockey. <laughs> you know, people watch TV. I watch hockey. People watch TV. JC watches Drop hockey, and Nick apparently Touchdown. watches strike threes yeah. go by. Good but, Lord. you know, Carol Columbus was that team, and I said it, I don't know. It, it might have been in, in the New Jersey episode. They are a clown show. God, they're bad. But anyway, Columbus, no bueno. They're 15, 30, and 3. That's not good. Two-point conversion's good. I've got a 50-burger in my football game, 50 to 34. Brown's hanging, but by a thread. They're trying their the best, Atlantic, man. Boston, far and away is the best team in the NHL, and it's not even close. They've got 80 points. Get this record. Holy Listen crap. to this record. 47 games played, 38-5-4. and four. Sheesh. I'm looking at it right now. 38-5-4. They're at home record. This is, this is mind-blowing. 22-1-3. Holy shit. And then on the road, they're 16-4-1? And, one. and you look load. at the Devils. The Devils are the best road team in the NHL. And it's not, it's not close, yeah. to be completely frank. 18-2-2. and 22-1-3 at home. Good and you, like Lord. you said, 16-4-1 and, four, 16, four and one on the road. That is insane. Uh, they lead the Atlantic by 12 points. And they have played two less games in Toronto, who, for those that don't know the NHL, if Boston and Toronto play, Toronto has absolutely zero chance of winning. Boston owns that team. Tampa Bay is third in the Atlantic at 61, then Buffalo, Florida, Detroit, and after that, the teams are bad. Bad. Not Columbus bad, but they're bad. Uh, Florida at 52. I mean, you look, Tampa... And Buff- the Tampa-Buffalo gap. Buffalo is eight points back. Anything below Buffalo really doesn't have a chance, a good shot of making it anywhere. You know, Florida's nine points back, and they've played four more games than Tampa has. they got a whole bunch of ground to make up. So you look at that for a conference, or for wild card on the East. We'll get to the West eventually. But I like talking about the East because it's where my team's at. The Devils. The Metro top three, Carolina, New Jersey, New York Rangers. Atlantic top three, Boston, Toronto, Tampa. And then the wild card two, Pittsburgh and Washington. 
notice how there's only three Atlantic teams and five of the oh the cat crashed into something. Uh, <laughs> five of the eight playoff teams would be from the Metro. That's how good that division is. Uh, then you flip over to the Western, trying to play two games. End of the third, I believe. End of the third, 50 to 34. Clicking random defense, so now you can't blame me when they score. Uh, looking at the Central Division in the Western Conference, Dallas, Winnipeg, top three. Minnesota flirting with that top three. Nashville and St. Louis right there. St. Louis has been surprising to me. They haven't recovered quite as well as I thought they would. They're above 500, but barely. But you look at where they need to be. They're six points out of third place in the Western. And they're three points out of fifth place in the Western. We'll get into the playoffs there, but they're outside looking in at the uh, point they're at now. Pacific Division is stacked. Seattle, Vegas, and the LA Kings, points-wise and record-wise, doesn't look like much. But Seattle and Vegas both, I think, will be teams to be reckoned with. You know, you look at, I think Dallas is good. I think Vegas and Seattle are really good, too. You know, Winnipeg's up there. But there's something about, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights and Devils just played. We played Seattle. Both of those teams, there's something about them that those two could be dangerous. You know, Vegas is one of those teams that I think has missed the playoffs like once since they became a franchise. Well, and that's something uh, that's something to a talk brand about new too. franchise too. I was going to say that's something to talk about. I mean, both teams are new new teams like been shortly in the NHL for a while, but Vegas has not really missed a lot of the uh Stanley Cup playoffs, the Kraken. I, I how how new are the Kraken? The first time Seattle's well, two years removed, their, right? Yeah, I think this is their second year. Yeah, so I mean, the the new teams but popping both up have of been them good. Are, yeah, both of them are good, good, solid hockey teams. Yeah, threw another pick. Way to go! Well, um, I just allowed another base hit after an error. By the way, game oh, tied two to two. Six. Oh no! Run him down! Oh man! Seventy-one yard return. They've got it first and ten on the fifteen. 50 oh. to 41 with 411 to go. All right. Man, that's a nail. So anyway. <laughs> well, I haven't played defense for the last, like, however long <laughs> I've been talking about hockey. True. So, He's um, just up Western, so Western, we're going to get through this if it's the death. <laughs> Western Division, Central Top 3, Dallas, Winnipeg, Colorado. Pacific Top 3, Seattle, Vegas, and Los Angeles. Then Edmonton and Calgary. Minnesota is one point out of the second wild card spot. Nashville is three. And St. Louis is six. So, pretty good race. You look on the other side. I didn't do this for the other side, but uh, Buffalo's three points out. Florida's four points out. Islanders, five points. And Detroit's six points out. And then we look at conference standings. Eastern Division, New Jersey's the fourth best point total. Uh, Boston obviously leads the way at 80. Carolina, 68. Toronto, 68. Excuse me. New Jersey, 66. Top scorers on the Western, 65. For Dallas, 63. For Winnipeg, and 61 for both Seattle and Vegas. And what that means, 
for the conference, the top four teams in the NHL are from the Eastern Conference, being Boston, Carolina, Toronto, New Jersey. Dallas is fifth, Winnipeg sixth, Tampa seven, Seattle eight, Vegas nine, and New York Rangers top ten, tied with the LA Kings at 60 points. Browns just scored with 316 to go, 50 to 47, pending the extra point. We are two to two, and I've so, got runners dialing on the corners here, fighting for my life in the seventh. I haven't played defense, so I all whole lightning got it done. Somebody finally beat the Bruins. Capitals beat the Penguins in the shootout 3-2. No other score updates to talk about, so lightning get it done 3-2. Capitals win 3-2 over the Penguins, and Red Wings 4-3 over the Canadians in overtime. So there you be. Oh, we got it out of the end. Sabres just scored against Winnipeg 2-0. Devils, Preds, that one and still at the second intermission. Yeah, so a lot of tied games around the old league here. Oh, blown coverage. See you later. Oh, another <laughs> touchdown. Touchdowny, boy. That is just too good. So that's a look at the NHL Devils. For those wondering, coming up, I guess I talked about it already, but I forgot that I was trying to do multiple things at once here. They've got the Preds tonight. They've got Dallas tomorrow on the road, and then they're done for January. And then they have a couple of games. I'm going to see the Devils three, count it, three times in the month of February. Three marshmallows, count it. They're in Minnesota on the 11th. They're in St. Louis on the 16th. And then they're back at home against Philadelphia on the 25th. It's going to be a fun month of February. Gotta love it. And that's crazy. We're almost through January. It is almost done. Right. We're and, almost a month once in. Once you get to February, February goes by so fast because, oh, yeah. you know, it, it, being in the radio business, you know, you got all these tournaments. And, you know, especially, you know, looking at my month, I've got a hockey game a week basically for February. Man, February is going to be gone. And then. March and April, your weather starts getting better. Yep. And sooner or later, you're going to be sitting beachside. It's a great time to be alive, man. Well, it's just crazy. Great like, time. You, you wait for the new year to come around, and it's like it's it's 2023 now. And it, it, you always keep thinking as like a person, especially as a kid, you're like, oh, I wonder what life's going to be like in 20 years. Well, you know what? 20 year, 20 year me back in the day, what would I have been, 10? Four or or yeah, I would have been four. Wow, oh, the ten. quick math skills are absolutely on display. <laughs> I would have been Good 10, 20 Lord. years ago. I ain't fucking 30 yet. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. wow. You think you're old, man. Yeah, no shit. So going back to, what yeah, going back 20 years to four-year-old me, not even probably knowing what 20 years in the future is going to look man. like. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, that was a struggle. That was hard. The absolute struggle was real. That was sad. That was hard for Nick right there. No no good math skills on this show. But it's like our parents yeah, have right. lived through so many different decades, and we're sitting here starting to live through all of ours, and it's just like you kind of get older. Months go faster. You know, it's funny. A.J. Hawk off the Pat McAfee show might have said it best. The good old days are now, man. Yeah. We're living in the good old days. And oh, yeah. I love that quote because everybody, you know, this we live in a society where everything is 
in the moment. You know, we, we get anything we want the yep. second we want it. You know, you can go to the internet and, you know, you want to know who the, when the Blue Jays and Cubs play, you get it in about a tenth of a second. It's there. It's already so, set yeah, for you. People just need to live in the moment. You know, that's such a great quote. The, <laughs> that the, uh, the good old days are now. The good old days are now. It's so spot on. Sometimes you need to hear it. You know, I'll be honest with you. you know, with the and then here you go, some touchy feely moment for you. There we go. Um, you know, with the disaster uh, that unfolded back in the fall, everybody has them. Yes. But there's just times where you know, me back in say August was just looking forward to today because you know. At the time, you're that much closer to getting out of, you know, I'm not going to name drop the town because I don't know if I have or not before. But I don't think you, you know, have. You're that much closer to moving on, closing the chapter yeah. of the disaster. And, you know, so, you're... yeah, the good old days are now. Well, and that's. We're living, living our best life. Because, like, a Snapchat memory came back on, what was it, uh, Tuesday of me and my family going out like my cousins going out with our parents that were taking to Chicago and it was all of us going out to the bars for the first time we got our parents Ubers for like their first time ever in an Uber no offense to how old that might make them feel if they listen to this but it's like dude we got Ubers for our parents we went out to bars today is the anniversary of three years without Kobe Bryant because he passed away today I remember exactly where I sat for that and then Two months later, COVID. Right. Like, the world comes around full circle, and it's so weird. Oh, no. We had the call drop. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's no bueno. The call just dropped. Oh, gosh. Let's see if we can get him back on the horn here. We're going to try. Sorry for the doubt. Please leave your message. No. For- <laughs> oh, we're going to have to try to figure it out. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll give them a couple of minutes here before we try to close it out. But for those of you that are still listening to this point, it is kind of weird how the world comes in full circle and how you just sit and kind of take it all in. Like I said, I remember where the exact moment was where uh, the news spread that Kobe Bryant had passed away. It's the same way where our parents were like Elvis died and Apollo, or the Apollo mission exploded, everything like that. I mean, holy shit. It, the moon landing, I mean, all of that is just crazy stuff to see where it comes full circle. Now we've got AI machines that are doing stuff for us, generating pictures, generating captions on, like, YouTube and shit like that. Nick still can't freaking hit a fastball on the inside corner. Yep, that's down low. All right. But, I mean, it's it's the same difference. I mean, you get so many. Wow, I watched Strike 3 go by again. You get so many different feelings kind of coming from everything, and it's just it's so weird to see the world kind of come full circle. We'll try JC again. If we don't get him, we'll have to close it out. No. Jorge Posada, can you go deep this time for me? Thank you. Goodbye. Home run, tie game, 3-3 for Posada. And we'll try to see. We'll give him another couple of minutes. We'll ramble on here. But, yeah, we got a 3-3 game. This is my first time playing MLB The Show for a while. I'm By a while, I mean hot, hot, hot minute. It is base hit up the middle by Ray Durham. He's had a home run today. There was a clip in there that I'll post probably on Instagram or TikTok where I hit a home run as soon as JC started talking about his hockey 
We might have to switch pitchers here. I have three runs on 11 hits, folks. Three runs on just 11 hits. Oh, no, he put in a roll, this Chapman. This might, this might get ugly. Oh, you know what? Who do we want to put in? We'll put in Liam Hendricks and warm him up. And we'll also put in um, Johan Duran, warm him up. And we'll see if Brett Beatty can keep this inning going. Otherwise, we got to go to the top of the ninth here, tied 3-3. Why are you picking off? I ain't stealing, man. I ain't going nowhere. You fine. I still got to play some Warzone with some buddies here in a little bit. Don't hit the slider. Don't hit the slider. It's down low. Getting a little commentary. Fastball on the inner half. We don't got it. What's he coming back with on a 1-1 count? Anybody guess? We'll see a slider. I guessed. But I guessed late. Let's see if we can get a fastball inside. Turn and burn with Brett Beatty, one of our big home run guys. Well, we got a fastball inside and we missed it at 100. We are way, way, way late. Oh, he threw a slider in the zone. No. And I missed it. I'm getting a text. I'm getting everything. And I swung way late at a fastball. That's some BS, folks. Well, we at least tied the game at 3-3. We'll see if we can get JC back one last time here. If not, we'll we'll give you guys an out. See if we can hook him hook him back up here while we're kind of mid-pitch. Please leave your message no. for Hopefully you guys are not getting all the, the phone call situation stuff going on. But for those of you listening to the Covert Show, we hope you guys have enjoyed. We have wasted, and not wasted, we have given you an hour and a half of just fun times, an hour and 40 minutes to be exact, of the good old talking twos. Hopefully you guys enjoyed some sports talk. Hopefully you guys follow us on social media. We got Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at the Covert Show. We will have clips coming out for you in a few days here, hopefully in time. For your weekend festivities, hopefully you guys are going to be watching the M or the NFL playoffs. Hopefully you guys are going to be watching some NHL hockey and some college basketball. But if you guys see us on social media, give us a like, give us a shout-out, give us some challenges that you guys are possibly wanting done. Also, just give us some good old content you want us to cover. If you guys want us to cover some TV shows or some movies, let us know. Hit us with some, hit us with some likes, hit us with some comments down below as well. And then also... If you guys are on the page and find us on TikTok, or not TikTok, on Apple Music or Spotify, please leave us a review. Please leave us a, a good old five-star review. We like five stars. We appreciate five-star reviews. You can leave us whatever review you want. We're going to appreciate all the five stars and the four stars. But if, if you give us a three, we might have to question your loyalty on that one. My controller is pausing. There we go. I'm delivering a pitch here talking through but please give us a couple of reviews keep helping us boost the podcast we appreciate all you guys following us and everybody that's showing the covert show some love that ball is foul thank god but with that this has been the covert show episode number 52 i am nick we had jc on the show his call dropped if you were wondering what was going on but we say thank you and have a great weekend